0: we're back this is the fourth recorded episode surely no more than the second episode anyone will ever hear this is the tv phone this is the tv you listen to on your phone so long as you only want to listen to one show at a time an abbreviated version narrated by me your friend julian papelka So we're getting into our first contestant tonight. She's from Nashville, Tennessee, and she's a woman. Her name is Leah. She's wearing a blue polo shirt. Uh, Looks like we've got a lot of Southern cooking. Uh, Catfish, big ol' shrimp. She is referring to her culinary training and the breed of uh, Nashville that she brings to it. Next we have another woman, very good. Her name is Nicole. And I believe she lives in San Francisco. I can only say believe because I keep the subtitles on. And I missed that part. So she's talking about how she's cooked all around the world, which I think is really funny because technically I've cooked all around the world too. And as is anyone who has ever prepared for them a food uh, whilst being outside of our country's bounds. So I think as a brag, Nicole, that one was a miss. Uh, Same goes to me as a brag. That one was also a miss. So now we have a a white man from, I think, Rhode Island. His name is Eli or Eli, but it's definitely Eli. We've got shrimp uh, and grits as our look what I can do dish. He just did a, a... A popular move for the slow motion cam where they're holding in their hand a silver mixing bowl and they are tossing something fresh out of the fryer in a sauce, something spicy and red. And so it looked like it was popcorn shrimp. And he did that shoulder flick to send the shrimp flying in the silver bowl mixed with the sauce. And then he looks up at the camera and he gives a wink like, yeah, I just had most control over that because there was one that looked like it went almost out of the bowl, if not off the screen completely, and it's on the ground. Either way, it was fun. The fourth one is a man. I missed him. Two men, two women, the last man, uh, and we got the ingredients. We got you choy, chicken schmaltz, chicken fat, Chinese tea eggs uh, looks like an egg that's been uh, steeped in uh, black tea probably vinegar sugar soy sauce and uh quahog clams pretty cool big old boys I'm sure the guy from Rhode Island or Maine I'm not sure which one is very excited about it Leah getting a peek Nicole not so excited um our fourth man whose name I did not get very excited he has a beard <sighs> He's got glasses on. We have quahog clams. The state animal of Rhode Island is a quahog clam. She's talking about doing a clam sauce. This is Nicole. She's going to make rice vermicelli with yu choy and ginger chili cohog sauce. All right, she's shucking the clams. She's scooping the guts out into a glass bowl. Be careful, don't cut yourself. Ah, shucks, she says. What a good joke. Hats off to Nicole. Now, oh, Tim just said my favorite word, Algonquin. Martha Stewart guest judge tonight, along with Mar- Marcus Samuelson and, what is that, Alex corn Guarn- Shelley in C1? Marcus Samuelson. Oh, it's not alex shit all right leah a woman <laughs> who likes her polo shirts a little bit loose uh she does have gel in her hair slicked straight back doesn't hurt when you're gonna be on camera anyways she's trying to shuck the clams and she says there we go and out comes a little nugget of clam Here comes the white man. He says he's going to make a Rhode Island-style clear cram chowder. And, of course, by cram chowder, I mean clam chowder. So he is dicing celery and onions. Um, He's talking about what the best part of Rhode Island is. I'm guessing he's talking about, I hope it's not soup. That's an entire state. That's the best part. We got one good soup. Anyways, God, I want to learn this guy's name. Um, Ah, Pujan. Nice. I guess it could be Pujan. I think it's Pujan. Um, Or Pujan? I digress. Martha's talking. I noticed they don't subtitle what the judges are saying, which is frustrating, but it's actually kind of fun because all we have to go by are their gestures. And these gestures. Are pronounced these gestures are filled with emotion we can communicate with these judges someone is saying Nicole interesting plot twist she's singing the Bee Gees live in her head I don't know why that's relevant to the show but it's cool I'm a big fan got a lot of their songs on the record player anyways Time is flying by. We got eight minutes left in our appetizer round. 20 minute round. Get it up on the plate fast. Leah got the schmaltz in the pan. We have some diced onions. She's using the liquid from the Chinese tea eggs to steam the clams open with white wine. And if there's not a lot of butter and garlic in that sauce, I don't know what's wrong with your girl. Um, okay, so we got Chinese five spice spite soy, and chili oil, which is what these tea eggs are steeped in. Interesting. Thank you for our judges for that little bit of nugget of knowledge. Okay, clam broth coming from Quahog into the pot. He is dicing the eggs. He's talking with his hands. And we are down to five minutes, says Ted Allen. Marcus says he's worried about Pujan. He says he hasn't touched any of his ingredients. (sighs) The look on the judges' faces, they are so nervous. Martha just looked back at the clock. She cannot believe how little Pujan has done. It's a true tragedy. So it looks like we have some loosely forming dishes we have the clam chowder rhode island style from the guy from rhode island we have leah i don't know what she's doing uh i do believe nicole is making a clam linguine that leaves us pujan who we have all established everyone is worried about because he has what appears to be no plan and he has not touched three-fourths of his ingredients. I do stand corrected. I said he hasn't touched any of his ingredients. He shucked, count them, two clams. So that's not the best. The tension in the room is thick. Marcus Samuelson is stressing. Finally, Pujan says he has enough clams out. He's adding chili powder, lemon zest, and coriander. He put egg and panko, and Pujan is dropping the clams into the fryer with three minutes to go. While it's frying, he's taking the schmaltz onto the pan, and then he's grilling his yu choy, which is like kind of looks like the radicchio answer to bok choy, long, slender, uh, dark. He's got Chinese tea egg. Oh, this is the vermicelli, not linguine. Okay. This is Nicole. Anytime I see private set chef, I'm like, man, you're a home chef. I'm a private chef too. I cook for one. That is the most private chef you could get. And just kidding. I cook for two. I cook for a little child. Maybe my lover will come back and let me cook for him again. Maybe not. Such is life. All right, plates are out. And we've got you choice slicing, and it's going into Leah's clam broth. Leah's got it coming out. Clams coming out. Fryer's out the clam fryer. Pujo. Kind of haphazardly toss them in on a plate on a cup of radicchio on the grilled yu choy. Uh, Looks like we have some croutons maybe topping. Rhode Island's Rhode Island clam chowder. And I guess the vermicelli bowl looks chill. We didn't really see it like in the final moments. So anyway, hands are up, judges are clapping, and we are on to our first uh, judging round. And this is when the suspense really kicks into play and the editors do a wonderful job of letting us know before we even know who's going home. Who's got the hubris? Who finds themselves untouchable? Whose confidence is unwavering? I promise you, they will be the first to go. Or the last, but they won't win unless they have a flawless round. Which, I don't know. The judges are cruel. All right, Rhode Island clam chowder with yu choy and Chinese tea eggs and some smoked bacon. And that's from the Rhode Island guy. He's talking about his mom owned a fried fish joint. That's pretty cute. Um, What if it was just him and his mom? That's sweet. Ooh, Martha Stewart just raised her eyebrows at this man after taking a bite. Marcus Samuelson giving his critique. He says, oh, Martha Stewart says it's very delicious. Every ingredient is very delicious. Each bite of clam is just delicious. Martha Stewart is raving about this soup. Okay, getting a little bit of guff from Manit about the use of paprika. She's saying that's overtaking the delicate flavor of the soup that he worked on. But sometimes you just need something to dock them on. All right, Pujan, he has fried clams and charred yu choy with grilled tea eggs. And he's got some jalapenos on the bottom and he's got the yu choy. Someone says the clam is tasty. It's probably Martha, that sounds like her speech. Marcus Samuelson, he's saying he would have liked to have some type of mayo. Or garlic mayo aioli. It's the same thing twice. Monique, uh giving him some guff about throwing things on the plate that he hasn't tasted. Because he threw a tomatillo on the plate. Just basically quartered a tomatillo, threw it on the plate. And she's saying it's quite bitter. Generally, I think you cook tomatillos uh, before you put them in any kind of salsa. I've certainly never had one raw, but... Here we go. On to Leah. She has Chinese tea, egg, and white wine steamed clams. I think the perfect appetizer. This is what you would want. Assuming she did it good. Somebody's saying... Oh, Marcus says he likes the way she used the yu choy. And he likes the broth. He says it gives it some heat when that's coming from the Chinese tea egg. Manit says she likes the Chinese tea eggs with the onion and the bitterness from the yu choy is marrying really nicely in the broth. Martha says the flavor is quite good. It's difficult to eat, she says, because these clams are huge. I don't think that was discussed. These clams are... Bigger than my fists. Granted, my fists are about the size of maybe a large plum mm, or a white peach. A a small one, though. They're not big. These clams are bigger than my fists. Onto the vermicelli bowl with Nicole Rice. Vermicelli with ginger chili, quahog sauce. Oh, no. Marcus Samuelson just picked up a huge chunk of noodles with a look of confusion on his face base because literally he went in for one bite and took out every single vermicelli noodle in one he's criticizing her for putting too much of vermicelli noodles which i think our editors gave us a hint to by showing us that he just picked up a huge thing of vermicelli noodles martha's saying she loves the flavor i've never seen this much positive feedback from martha on this show she is very honest manit says the flavors are in proportion but the biggest issue are those vermicelli noodles So, I wasn't paying attention earlier, but we're about to get some foreshadowing to let us know who's going home. From the initial review, I'd say it's probably either between Pujan or Nicole. So, what we're going to learn about next are the contestants, and we're going to get a glimpse into their egos and who they think is about to go home. Well, they think they know they were there. So, here we go. Leah... Thinks Poo John or I could be going home. You're right. All right. Um, Leah thought it was betw- between her and Poo John. I don't, I don't know. So somebody's going home. Oh, man. It's crazy. All right. And it's chopping time. Who's it going to be? Oh, my God. That was. I'll bleep that out. It's Leah. It's Leah. Leah stepped up and said it was between others. And she went home. Leah waddling away. Very sad. She did not expect to go. It sounded like she had an honorable... Uh, wishes for the money but I think people just say that to sway the judges how much of these people are like signing contracts before this show saying this is where my money is going I don't know, I don't think any of them so entrees open baskets open and we have some funny faces we have arctic char with a face on it's a fish, pig ears Just uh, fresh pig ears, not dried, not pickled. Just fresh pig ears on a plate. We have pizza hamantashen. Hmm, interesting. Some kind of pastry pocket and rhubarb from Martha Stewart's garden. Amazing. Martha looking pretty pleased with herself. Kind of like, yeah. I paid someone. To grow that for me, I do not believe Martha Stewart is out there getting those nails dirty, um, because it's gross. Once you get nail, uh, once you get dirt into the nails, you can't really get them back. So the judges are disgusting the pig ears, and naturally everyone's saying fry them, which I don't think is a cop out with a ingredient like that, because. I don't think anyone else has the time to prepare it, to break it down, to make it where the judges wouldn't dock them uh, on the chewiness. The chewiness. Uh, All right, so we've got Nicole slicing the pig ears down real thin. Oh, she's going to try and crisp them up in the pan, trying to render it like bacon. She made a lardon. However, her knife cuts are atrocious. Okay, Rhode Island has the pig ears go into a pot of boiling water. We do know insider scoop that they have... Uh, the water is boiling when they get there. Like, you don't have to wait um, for the water to boil for your turn. So Rhode Island, uh, he's filleted the fish... He has seasoned it with salt and pepper. He has got it wrapped up in tinfoil with butter. And he uh, threw it in the oven, which is uh, preheated to 350 for our contestants. Uh, Pujan saying the Arctic char is a lot like salmon. So he's going to be treating it as such. He's going to pan sear it with a rhuberry and Malabar curry. Um, and then he's going to use the pizza. It's like a pizza pocket, except... It is triangular, and then it has vertical height where three sides are folded into each other to meet at an apex that creates kind of like the Mercedes-Benz symbol if you look down on it uh, directly from above. And it is covered with uh, black and white sesame seeds, and I assume filled with mozzarella, tomato sauce, and oregano and basil maybe, spices of course I'm talking about. Maybe some pepperoni. I guess we'll find out as we get into it. So it looks like Rhode Island is pickling some spices, interesting, oh, he's gonna be pickling the rhubarb, good call, uh, rhubarb, like a giant pink celery stalk, like a sweet celery stalk, very sour, Often paired with strawberry. Um, quite good. My father is a fan. Fun fact. So, Nicole's talking about how she's making polenta. And she's made polenta a million times. Um, which, sometimes when they say those things, that can be the editors giving us a clue that she's about to... Uh, probably about to do something terrible. Like, oh, I've made this a thousand times. How could I be so... Foolish. Okay, and Pujan's got the pig ears into the fryer. Good for him. And Manit is explaining the pizza pocket to us. Generally, the hamma, hamash, hamantashin uh, is uh, filled with sweet uh, pastes and jellies and jams. But this time, it is filled with uh, pizza fillings. So that's cool. The Rhode Island guy just put some milk into a blender. He's made a cream, and he's thickening some garbage on a... Ah! (laughs) I was gonna say he was uh, sautéing some garbage in a a sauté pan. Okay, Pujan just seasoned. He added ghee, clarified butter, So if you ever melted butter in a pan, you'll notice that there's white stuff on top and then clear juice on the bottom. The ghee is only the clear juice. It has been clarified, removed of the milk fat. And uh, quite common in uh, Indian cooking. He's using curry spices on the Arctic char. He has the pig ears in the fryer. So Rhode Island is uh, chopping up pig ears. Um... He's talking about him, so I'm sure it's going to be an issue we're going to revisit later. His preparation of the pig ears, obviously because it's a basket ingredient. Pujan still has his in the fryer, and we are down to the wire. The judges are shouting at him, quote unquote, you are really giving me a heart attack. Which I think is a bit of a hyperbole. I think that is a bit... Of a falsification because you are not going into cardiac arrest. And when you go get an EKG after this is done, they'll be like, No, you didn't have a heart attack. I will not prescribe you these statins. I, it's over. And the judges look like they are exasperated. They're laughing. Manit is shaking her head. Pujan. Um, is shaking his head and laughing. Like they're all just kind of laughing knowing that that was a bad time. Ugh, Nicole's plate looks terrible. All these plates look terrible. Ugh, I hate when they all do a bad job. So Rhode Island's plate, it had a chunky, my least favorite thing, chunky pinkish orange sauce with the arctic char on top and a side that is forgettable. Pujan had a clump of rice and a piece of fish, and then he looks like he just, like, picked a handful of sauce and just, like, threw it and, like, saw what he could get. Not good. Nicole, she had, uh, you know, roasted vegetables on the bottom. She had the char on top. And then, again, a more gelatinous, pinkish, orangish, chunky sauce. It's very disappointing. It's unappealing. You would be disappointed if you saw it in a restaurant. The only time that sauce would be acceptable, I'm talking for Nicole, would be if it was spread out already on toast. And you don't have to see it in that form Um, because it's unappetizing. And we get to judge it. First up, pujan. Uh, okay he has pan seared arctic char with rhubarb malabar curry the presentation is actually a little bit nicer um marcus samuelson is complimenting him on his flavors and his incorporation of the rhubarb he's saying it gives uh, a nice tartness he's also complimenting pujan on his sear of the arctic char because the the skin is very crispy Martha, and the judges are laughing right now. He did a really good job with the fish, but he is being criticized for the pig ear because they're saying it's hard to chew. So he's going to have to uh, live with that, if that's the reason, because Manicha said the pig ear was not successful at all. Tough Um, Pujan's talking about his goals and he says he wants to receive a Michelin star and Martha and Marcus both had looks of like horror and disgust on their face like who do you think you are I don't even have that you arrogant Uh, he's getting chopped just for testing the gods Next up, we have puke on a plate with some fish on top from Rhode Island. And he is also getting criticized for his treatment of the pig ears, which we did predict from just a moment ago. Also, why do you leave the seeds in a lemon slice? I would assume at a fine dining establishment, they would just pop those right on. Anyways, it looks terrible. But Money is saying the fish is delicious. And now we're about to learn about his restaurant. He's saying it's globally inspired food and also the best of Rhode Island. So I don't really know how you have the two of those because I don't necessarily see Rhode Island as this huge cultural mecca. Anyways, I guess I better learn about it. Next up is pig ear with rhubarb. Char, Martha's contemplating Marcus Samuelson giving her a compliment on the preparation of the Arctic char. Manite says she has a love-hate relationship with the crust on the fish. That's pretty rough. And, oh, she's getting dissed for the chew. Oh, she's also getting dissed for the asparagus she put on the plate, which is a big deal because the asparagus it's not a basket ingredient. She got that from the pantry and then she, uh, she beefed it. So she might as well just quit now. Nicole, uh, oh, Pujan, I forgot. He's just like so sweet and naive. And um, I wish I had a, a snapshot of Marcus's face when this guy said he wants to receive a star. It was, he pursed his lips His eyes were wide open, and he was shaking his head, but you could tell what he was thinking, which is, oh my god, this fucking guy is out of his mind. I have eaten his food tonight. There is no way in hell you're getting one of those in your lifetime, buddy. (laughs) Try again next lifetime. Anyways, time to get chopped. This is chapped. Connection. Okay, goodbye. Just kidding. Time to get chopped. Pujan. Nicole. It's not Rhode Island. Oh, Nicole. Yeah. I think we saw her demise with the preparation of the asparagus. And, oh, Martha's docking her for the asparagus for being very undercooked. And uh, that's why they had to chop you, is what Martha said. Martha says, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Just kidding. I love it. Nah, that's me. Make me a manager. Let me do all the firing. Let me let them go. Just kidding. I could, though. Anyways. And it's always very disappointing in the finale when it's just two dudes. Like, there was a chance for there to be, you know, a man and a woman. Or two women. Anyways, we have eggplants and syrup. First basket agreement ingredient wafer sheets Mexican chocolate DNA cinnamon and durian very stinky um, it has a um, it must have some sort of sulfuric acid that it emits in the pith and in the flesh I suppose but it's only the smell, the paste or the taste is, um, mild and the texture is custardy, but the smell is funky. So, oh no. John said he's making a bread pudding. That is what the judges consider to be a dessert cop-out. They have dissed it in previous episodes and that durian looks like a butt. Two juicy cheeks. What? Squeeze... That spiky-ass fruit. Anyways, um, I don't like that Pujan's making a rice pudding. Or, not a rice pudding. Bread pudding. Uh, So he's crunching up the wafers. Um, He's putting coconut into it. Uh, They're talking about the durian fruit. It's Thailand based. And Tim Allen said it's a Deeply terrible smell, which is uh, a kind of a funny way to describe it. Anyways, Marcus is talking about the Mexican chocolate and saying he thinks it would make a nice ice cream, and people are excited about it. That's good. I saw. I did. I did see a finger point from a neat, um, which people that point fingers when they talk. You know, even if it's not in a malicious fashion, you know, you always kind of got to watch out for them. You just be interested in them, um, for your own protection. Just kidding. Okay. Eli, candied eggplant ricotta fritter with chocolate, white chocolate ice cream. I don't like white chocolate. I don't like white chocolate. (laughs) I don't like white chocolate because it's not technically chocolate. It has to have that... um, It's like the liqueur is what makes it chocolate. And it's just like the... Basically cocoa butter from the cacao beans. You have that flavor, but you don't have that good stuff. And as I'm saying this, I'm I'm realizing i got to get my facts on white chocolate straight. I don't know what they are. Anyways, the eggplants are Armenian, and they're simmered in syrup. And that's what we learned about the eggplants in syrup. Eli is talking about the ricotta. He's mixing it with flour and eggs and sugar and a bit of the candied eggplant, and he's folding it into the batter. He's slicing up bacon, bacon and dessert. Don't tell him how to live his life. He'll do whatever he wants, and he doesn't care. Okay, Pujan is scooping out the durian, and he's melting it into some kind of hot fat He's adding saffron, hopefully not too much. Um, Contestants love to be liberable with their spice application with the expensive spices, and a lot of times they get docked for it. However, they didn't comment on it from the judges, so I assume it's not going to be an issue. Um, So saffron, durian with the fat, um, I wonder if that's going to go into his bread pudding. And a quote on the bottom of the screen uh, chaos, and I'm completely overwhelmed. That was quote unquote from Eli, the boy from Rhode Island. And uh, the final shot before we went to the commercial is Manet with her hands to her head, two hands, four fingers touching one thumb on each hand, each hand placed directly over each eyebrow, their respective eyebrows. And she is on her feet. And she is cringing with her mouth, and she her mouth, and she hates it. It's so stressful. This has been so stressful. I wouldn't want to be those judges. They didn't seem to get good stuff tonight, um, except, except to be the soup from round one. And that honestly might be what wins it for him. Because when you have two just kind of like they made it through because everyone else did worse, um cooks something like well you had one good dish versus he had three passable dishes yours had one was good so therefore you are slightly more deserving of this cash all right we got two minutes on the clock and eli is bringing his ice cream out of the machine he put some of that mexican hot chocolate in there and he's saying it looks decadent and creamy and there is one minute to go one final minute, chefs. All right, we got bread pudding into the cutter mold. And ouchie mama, this guy just burned his hand. He's wearing gloves, so I wonder if the glove just melted to his hand a little bit. That would be cool. <laughs> nah, it, wouldn't. it probably stinks. Anyways, he's piping, uh, like, say, like the durian cream, We've got some, maybe some donies on a plate from Eli. Was he making donies this whole time? He's got his ice cream in the tiny cup, powdered sugar on top, and the hands are up. So we've got some donies, some little donie holes, unless they're beignets. He's calling them fritters. Call them a donie. Donie being a donut. Um, and then we have the bread pudding, which is kind of interesting. It's almost looks like a cake. And instead of cake sponge, it's compacted wafer with a spread in the middle. Interesting. Now, not both durians looked like butts. The durian used for the camera looks like a heart. Okay, eggplant and syrup and wafer bread pudding with durian and saffron. And Martha made a a look on her face like, how dare you make something so delicious. Um, And she loves the ingenuity and she loves the chocolate. Um, She is impressed and Poojan is smiling. And someone says, I love this bread pudding. And it is Monite. She says it's such a great idea. It cuts the sweetness of the eggplant in syrup which is the bread, and she says that the sugar that you have added, but oh no, his creme is too during and forward. That's too bad. Um, So he's losing some points right there. Manit gave you a really good cue, is what Marcus Samuelson said. She told you to slow down in the first round, and Marcus Samuelson said... Oh, something about the durian. So Poojan is actually defending the durian. He's saying, Mother Nature gave it to us so it can't be bad. Mother Nature gave us a lot gave us a lot of things. Uh, she didn't give you liberty to use the durian so pronouncedly in your dessert. All right, eggplant and ricotta fritters with Mexican chocolate and ice cream. Okay, let's see. And he is saying that the durian is blended into the ice cream. Um, He went for the masking it approach instead of highlighting it. Um, And Martha's saying that the durian comes through in the flavor and it's not obnoxious. So, way to go. I think he just won it with that bite. Um, Monique is liking the way he got the durian and the chocolate together. I think we got it, guys. Rhode Island wins it. Bucket of cash. Um, Oh, no. He is losing points on his use of the wafers. Um, I think he could have done something more creative with the wafers too, crunchy on top and a little texture element. Because even though the fritters are um, golden brown, I don't know if they're delicious. I don't know if they actually provided that kind of satiating crunch. You could just bite into a, you know, it could be golden brown, delicious, but it couldn't be, it might not be crispy, you know, like a cake donut. So we'll find out. So the two brothers are. Being comrades and it's cute. Pujan, he smiles a lot. Eli obviously judging right now, so uptight. His back is so straight. Oh, he did smile. I understand why he didn't smile. That fool got a grill. He's got some. He's got some teeth. Um. Mm, I like my niece's teeth. Beautiful. Okay, now they're going plate by plate, and definitely. Pujan lost first round. Eli won. Um, they're still talking about Pujan. Okay, so they're trying to find error in Eli's first dish, which was the soup. Mani obviously coming back to her paprika point. Pujan with his pan-seared Arctic char, and his Malabar curry. Um, Marcus is saying that the sauce was beautiful. He's really giving big props. And he wasn't successful with the pig ear is what Martha was saying. But nobody was successful with the pig ear. So, ugh, this plate looks terrible. Eli's plate looks terrible. But Martha said it was delicious except for the giant chucks of pig ear. <sighs> I think Eli's got it. If for no other reason... Then for the inclusion of the giant raw tomatillos on the first plate with the clams um, by Pujan. I thought that was a pretty amateur move. It wasn't cooking, and I don't know what the flavor had to do with anything. And then um, I think the judge's reaction to Eli's incorporation of the durian was much more um, enthusiastic. That was a double basket ingredient, so... Mexican chocolate and the ice cream. Who's it gonna be? It's... Good All right, Called it. Well, thanks for hanging out with me again. I love you guys. And, um... You're my best friend. Suggestions are welcome. Anyways, um... Until next time. Keep on chopping.